You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 45. There are so many things that shape our self-doubt, one of them being past trauma. If having a mindset that keeps you from achieving your best self is the biggest obstacle you face, you'll want to hear this amazing story. Today's guest shares how she overcame her past trauma and mindset to create the life she always wanted. Along the way, she started sharing her journey and, through her inspiration, formed an organization that is helping women reach beyond their past beliefs. If you're looking to find a great way to help women in need this holiday season, be sure to listen until the end as Jennifer shares her latest endeavor. This story does cover some sensitive topics. You may want to hear the episode first before sharing it with your little ones. Hi, Jennifer. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Maria. Thank you for having me. I wanted to start by asking if you could tell us what And Rise is all about. Yeah, sure. So And Rise is a nonprofit organization where we empower women to be the ultimate versions of themselves, no matter what adversities they've faced. We do different events for women. We do personal development, professional development, women's empowerment events. And we also do weekly support groups for women who are trauma survivors. We do them every Thursday night at seven o'clock PM central standard time. It's just really a support group. It's not a therapy group. It's a support group just to help women that have been through some sort of trauma and are just supporting each other and sharing stories and giving advice, a professional there as well. So the vision of And Rise is to provide financial assistance for single moms who want to go to college. So giving them assistance for supplies, tuition, and childcare so that they can attend classes and providing our trauma survivors with free counseling so that they can overcome those mental and emotional blocks that are associated with trauma so that they can be the ultimate versions of themselves. And it's just a great organization that's helping women thrive and be their best selves no matter what kind of messed up things they've been through in the past. I'm very passionate about And Rise and we have big, big plans for the future. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. That's such a great cause. It seems that business is hard enough or maybe even like you were saying, continuing education, like there's always enough hurdles, but to also have maybe the guilt of trauma on your shoulders as well must make it that much harder to be successful. So I love that you're there to support women to achieve greater things. Can you tell me how you created or how you found yourself in this area? Yeah. So initially, it was something that I was kind of just doing as a hobby. I had gone to my first women's empowerment event and I left in awe. The way I felt was like I was just so inspired and empowered. And I was like, I want to give this feeling back to women because I just felt so great when I left. So I just started doing these events out of my living room. It started off really small. The first event was 15 girls and it kind of just progressed from there. So by the time we got to the third event, we had secured a venue and we sold out of 150 tickets on Eventbrite. So that right there was kind of like my my aha moment. <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay, there's a huge demand for this. Women want this. Women like this. So why don't I try to turn this into an organization? And that's when I started applying to become a, a 
nonprofit status, uh, business. It just organically happened. I didn't even expect it or plan it. It just happened. And that's actually how I got into my other business too. It just happened because people were asking me questions. And that was another aha moment where I'm like, oh, I think I could turn this into a business too. (laughs) (laughs) And what is that other business? Uh, Sure. So it's called And Flourish, which is a sister company of And Rise. I do one-on-one coaching, group coaching, mastermind courses. You can also book me to be a speaker there. I'm also a keynote speaker, or you can book me to do freelance writing. So writing for blogs or for magazines or whatever it may be that you need a writer for. What we do through the group coaching is I help silence self-doubt and new female business owners or just generally, like if you're just a woman that's just, you've gone through some type of traumatic uh, situation in the past and you're ready to move forward, but you just keep self-sabotaging or you're just very unsure of yourself or you're just not having that confidence that you need to kind of move forward. And that's what I help women do. I just help them try to overcome the things that they've been through in the past and just kind of renewing their mindset. Because essentially that's what you have to do when you've been through something bad. You kind of have to just teach yourself to not think a certain way anymore. Right. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. What advice would you have? What tip would you have for somebody that maybe is going through that in in terms of wanting to stop that self-sabotage, wanting to get ahead, but maybe they don't have the ability to attend one of these meetings? Yeah. So I would say it's really important to obviously have that positive mindset. Don't tell yourself First of all, don't assume things because we tend to assume things a lot for no reason. And sometimes the the reason we assume things is because something that's happened to us in the past. Also making sure you're hanging around or surrounding yourself around positive people because sometimes when we go through trauma, we tend to surround ourselves around like-minded people, right? So people that have also been through something and those people that might not be in the best place to be giving you advice or to be kind of just being led by you, I guess. So it's always important to make sure you're around people that are positive and have goals and aspirations for themselves and that they're maybe not trying to bring you back down to their to their level of where they're at. And also just, you know, working hard and just just the fact that people are ready to take that that leap, even saying, even saying the words out loud is like, okay, I'm ready for a change, but I just don't know how to get there. That's being self-aware. And that's being aware that you want to do something, but you don't just don't know how to do it. And it's okay to ask for help. That's a, a big problem with women in general, where we've, we're always raised to take care of everybody else, put everybody before yourself. And that follows us into adulthood. So we tend to just want to take care of everybody else and not ask for help when we need it. So ask for help. It, I know it can be hard for some people, especially people that don't really have like a big support system and stuff like that. Cause that was me at one point. <laughs> I didn't really have a big support system. So I just got so used to doing everything myself and I just stopped asking. Cause I was just like, whatever, I'll do it myself. And that was honestly a really big disservice that I did to myself because if I would have just asked for help and not been so proud, my life would have been 10 times easier if I would have just asked. As far as your personal story, I read that you had actually put yourself through quite a bit to come out ahead. So can you tell me what that journey was like? It's encouraging to hear that somebody has been through a difficult situation and then they found their way through. I'm not sure if that's exactly where the whole idea for And Rise came from, but it feels to me like when you overcome something that's very difficult in your life, it really gives people the power for them to do something similar. 
Yes. And that's exactly why I am helping single moms because I've been a single mom pretty much. My daughter's 14 pretty much her entire life. And that's also why I want to give back to trauma survivors because I'm a trauma survivor. So that is essentially a big reason why I started the nonprofit because I wanted to give back to women that have been in a situation like me because it's not easy. And trauma is a lifelong thing. Unfortunately, it's not just something you go through for a few months after something happens, you know, it's, it sticks with you for a long time, but there are ways to cope and heal from it, you know, proper ways. Cause people tend to pick bad ways, just like I did. They pick alcohol to try to drown out their feelings or drugs and being codependent on other people, which I did too. Going back to my story. (laughs) So like I said, I've been through trauma. I was sexually abused at the age of seven by my father. And then I became a single mom at the age of 21. So I was really not super young, but that was when you're in your 20s, you're you're still a baby, essentially. You're an adult, but you're still a baby. Uh, you really are trying to figure out who you are still and figure life out, right? And now bring right. a baby into the mix and now bring a baby alone into the mix. Me having to do it by myself and her dad leaving me when I was pregnant, that was really, really tough on me. It was heartbreaking because he was my first love and I was holding his child and he just left. He took off to Puerto Rico and I was by myself. And I was kind of in denial at first. I was like, oh, he's coming back. And all my friends and family were like, "Uh, he's not coming back. And I'm like, yes, he will. He will. So, And then it just got to the point once I was like seven, eight months, it was a really hard pill to swallow. But I was like, okay, he's not coming back. You know, snap out of it. And I did. And I was just like, all right. It was really tough. And I had a really big meltdown where I cried. And once I was done crying, I was like, well, you got it. What are you going to do? You just got to keep going and do it the best that you can. So I had my daughter and It was really tough because I had a good job. I was working for Chicago Transit Authority, so I had a pretty good job considering I was 21, making pretty good money. But when you're on one income raising a kid and paying rent and paying car notes and insurance, it's it's tough. It was really hard for me. So I was living paycheck to paycheck, really, really poor. I got myself into $25,000 of credit card debt and I was really negative, really angry, just because of the situation I was in. I just wasn't in a good place. And I was hanging around people that were the same as me. So that wasn't helping anything. And I was living in a really bad neighborhood in Chicago where there was a drug house across the street and there were shootings every day. And then it just got to the point where I was like, how did I get here? How did, mm-hmm. This is not what I ever envisioned my life to be. I really struggled so much, especially financially. And that was the biggest stressor for me was financial. I've always been really good with my money. So I've never been that broke before. So just being broke was just not something I ever wanted to be. And I was. (laughs) So it took a lot for me. I finally had a moment where I was just like, I'm done with living this life. And so I started reading self-help books. I started going to therapy. I started really digging deep as to the things that I wanted to change in my life. I was very codependent on men. Like if if a man didn't tell me I was beautiful or tell me nice things about myself, I didn't feel good about myself. And I didn't realize that for several years, even after I wanted to change. So therapy helped me immensely, which is why I want to give that back to women. It's really, really important. In my journey of healing, I got a new job, which helped me because I was around different people that were positive and college educated. And it was just a very different atmosphere. And it it really was inspiring to me because they were so intelligent and so driven and ambitious. And I was just like, wow, this is awesome. I want to be like these people one day. And 
So that inspired me to go back to college and I put myself through college. I actually just graduated this past May <laughs> after going to college for seven years part-time because, you know, I was still working full-time. So yeah, I did that. I got out of my debt. I was 100% debt-free by the time I was 30 years old. I started investing in real estate, started purchasing properties throughout Chicago, started an Airbnb business. And then after that, I, that's when I started and rise. And then I I think it's seven months ago, I started and flourish. And it's just been such a great learning opportunity and just like growing opportunity. I, I started two businesses essentially in the pandemic. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so you did. <laughs> I totally didn't see that coming. However, it's been great. Honestly, I figure now is a great time to start these things when everything is so uncertain. Once things kind of get back to normal, it's only smooth sailing from here <laughs> is what I'm telling yes. myself. So that's essentially my story. And where I came from, which is pretty much nothing. And I just built myself up from the ground up. And it just came from me being extremely determined to just have a better life and give my daughter more than what I was giving her. I just want her to grow up to be a strong, independent woman too, not to depend on men like I was and to just depend on herself and know how to love herself and just all the things that I didn't have for myself when I was going through stuff. And that's what I want to give back to women too, just by sharing my story and letting them know that healing is possible after trauma. You can have a happy life. Things could be normal again. We just have to do the work to get there, but it's definitely possible. Well, it seems like that one moment, that that defining moment where you said, I don't want this lifestyle anymore. I don't want to have the pressure of not having money or maybe it's the realization of how you were raising your daughter. So it was that one moment that really made the biggest impact in how you started to change. If you could just capture that for women, which is where your business started from, right? Is trying to capture that one moment and saying, hey, it's possible to do something completely different. In terms of the workshops, what age groups are you seeing or, or what are the diversities, you yeah. know, the people that are attending? So we're seeing, I would say, sometimes we have girls in their early 20s to mid 20s and definitely women in their 30s and maybe a little bit of women in their early 40s. But, so, but it's mainly like 20s and 30s that attend our events. You know, we've had some talks about branding. Although it can feel overwhelming or even confusing, using a tool like Canva makes this necessity a breeze. You can create and save your color schemes so that all of your promotions and posts have a cohesive look. Everything is drag and drop. What can be better than that? You can try Canva for free and enjoy 200,000 free photos to use for your campaigns, or you could try Canva Pro and create GIFs, use your own fonts, create unlimited folders for your designs, and honestly, there are a ton of other amazing features. Take the hard work out of creating your posts with Canva. I'll have the link for you in the show notes to get started for free today. Now back to the show. We do different events. So we do personal development We've done vision board events. We've done goal setting events. We did another event, which is not a workshop. It was more just like an event. It was called Galentine's in February. That was our actually last in-person event. And it was Valentine's themed and it was on loving your authentic self and being your authentic self. And it was such an awesome event. We had, we had brunch. So we had like heart-shaped waffles and everything. It was really, really cool. We got really great feedback from it. We had a, a life coach that came to speak with us. Her name is Neha and she did a great presentation. And so 
yeah, we do events like that that are just like, you know, helping you personally or professionally. So it just really depends. Since COVID started, I have been focusing more on personal development just because of what's happening in the world. I think we need more of the emotional and mental stuff right now. I kind of have geared away from professional development a little bit more and just been focusing more on personal. And actually, because of COVID is why I started the support groups, too, just because I feel like we need that really bad right now. And we get a good amount of girls that come. So it's obvious that we need it. I still had our support group last Thursday, which was Thanksgiving. And I didn't think anyone would show up, but there was six girls that showed up. So I was like, okay, this is good that I decided to still do it. The holidays can be tough for people. Some people don't have family or some people... They get triggered on holidays because something has happened before or they don't get along with their family or whatever the case may be. So I was actually surprised by that, but it just shows me, okay, you need to keep these going even during the holidays. Where are the workshops that you're having or the meetings that you're having? So right now, everything's virtual. Okay. (laughs) Prior to COVID, you know, we were doing in person at different venues throughout the city. And we were actually planning on, we were doing a lot on the north side. So we were actually going to venture out to the south side and then COVID happened. So then that didn't happen. Right. Yes. So, but everything's been virtual on Zoom. So that's been really cool because we've been able to reach girls outside of Illinois, outside of Chicago. So we actually have a lot of girls that come to our support groups and stuff from different states and even getting girls messaging me from other countries like Africa, UK, Australia. It's really, really cool. That's kind of the cool thing about COVID is that it's kind of allowed me to meet other people beyond Chicago, which initially I would have only been meeting people from here. So that's the cool thing. Yeah. I was going to ask if you, since you are online, if you're able to help out other women that are not in this area. So that's wonderful. That's really neat. Can you tell me a little bit about the tuition assistance and the grants that you mentioned on your site? Yeah. So we're still working on that. That's like something for sure I plan to do in the future, but I am still in the process of getting my 501c3, so we're not there yet, but once we get that, which I am assuming we're going to get in the next month or two, then I can start applying for grants to get these girls the financial assistance that they need. And we do, as far as the free um, therapy, we do have that in Illinois only right now, though, just because counselors can't counsel other people over state lines. So I'm working actually on getting other counselors from other states to assist us as well. But if any girls that are listening to this are interested in free counseling, we do have some spots open. So reach out to me and and we can get you started. That's so important because I do think that's probably one of the first things that you need to do if you're trying to overcome something from your past. It's just such a hard thing to tackle on your own that without some sort of guidance, I can't imagine. Yeah. yeah, I can't imagine how you get past all of that. I'm sure you can, but I think it's definitely best to work with a professional. I think the idea of mentioning that it's it almost takes the the taboo out of it if you're able to say it's okay to to ask for assistance and to talk to somebody about it. I feel like that's something you probably want to keep covered up and you don't want to share with anybody, but it's not until you release it, I think, that Mm -hmm. you actually start to make those changes. It's very true. I remember, so, okay, so I'm 35 years old and I just started talking about my sexual abuse and all that stuff at 33. So I held 
my secret in my entire life. Nobody knew. None of my friends knew it. So then when I came out with my book, I've had friends that I've been friends with for like 15 plus years. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe like you never told me this before. And I'm so sorry that that happened to you. But I was really ashamed, honestly, especially because my abuser is my father. So I was really embarrassed of that. And I know a lot of women feel that way. They feel ashamed and and embarrassed and like, oh my God, everybody's going to think this and that of me. Once I realized that I didn't ask for that to happen. I was a victim. That was something unfortunate that happened to me. So I shouldn't be embarrassed about it. He should be embarrassed about it. <laughs> right. Why am I holding his shame for him? You know, And it took for me to, to realize that, for me to not feel that way anymore. And now, I mean, obviously I talk about this all the time now, so it doesn't really phase me to talk about it anymore. And, and talking about it so much has helped me heal immensely. And I didn't really expect that <laughs> doing this. When I started doing this, I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to help everybody else. And I never expected for the girls that I'm helping to help me in return without them even knowing it either. <laughs> That's a great message. Without somebody saying that they've been through it too, it, it just feels like you're so isolated. Exactly. It's so nice that you have the ability to open up and, and to be so honest because it sets a different comfort level in a room. Thank you. Yeah. Well, can you just tell me a little bit about your book? Yeah, sure. So I actually have two. So one, the first one is called Passion, Purpose, and the Pursuit of Dreams. It's a collaborative book, but I talk about my story in there. I talk about my sexual abuse and essentially what I talked about today, but in a little more detail and just all the bad things that I overcame and where I am now. And then my other book is called Journey to Love. So it's another collaborative book as well. It's just about online dating. <laughs> and I would just talk about the red flags about online dating and just things to look out for and be careful. Because if you haven't done it before, it's a mess. And it's so there are rules, in my opinion, that you need to go by when you're online dating. And I just thought it was a very different book than the first one. The first one was more serious and just about my story. And this one was just a little more lighthearted. So I wanted to do something that showed a different side of my personality, the fun side of my personality. And one day I plan to write a, a memoir, maybe in another year or two, I'll do that. <laughs> You're one busy girl. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so is there anything that I may have forgotten to ask that you would want to mention? So I actually have a current endeavor going on right now for and rise. So what we're doing is we're accepting donations right now for care packages. So you may or may not know that when the holidays come around, that domestic violence numbers spike up. Sometimes these women have to leave with just the clothes on their back. They're in a very dangerous situation and they have to leave everything behind. So I wanted to create care packages for these women that have just the very basic essentials that they need, like toothbrushes, toothpaste, deodorant, lotion. I even have like gloves and hats in there because it's getting cold, blankets. We have a church that's helping us knit blankets for these women. We just want to get these care packages out before Christmas because we just know that these numbers spike and just having something that they can have that's theirs. And so we're putting the care packages together and it's really simple just because of COVID and how everything's happening. We're not doing physical drop-offs right now, but we have an Amazon wish list going on where you can purchase the items directly and then they're directly just sent back to Andrise. And then we're going to go and drop everything off at the shelter the week of Christmas. So if anybody's interested in that, you can purchase the items and we can donate them. And it would just mean the world to a woman that's left a really bad situation 
organization that has nothing to her name to just even get a t-shirt and leggings or a toothbrush. That means a lot to people that have nothing. So if anyone's interested in helping, that would be amazing. (laughs) Oh, that's great. And is that something that is ongoing? So in other words, is that list available throughout the year or is that mostly just Um, for We're actually just doing it for the season right now um, and kind of testing it out really. So we're going to see how it goes and how many donations we receive. And if it's a great response, then we might just keep it throughout the year. So this is our first time doing it. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's so amazing. You've thought of everything. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jennifer. This has been so enlightening. I I love what you're doing and I I look forward to shopping on Amazon. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you asking me to be on here and it, it was fun. Well, there you have it, my friend, another amazing small business owner sharing her gift to make an impact in the world. You can find Jennifer's website at womenrisechicago.org. I'll have the link for you in the show notes, and I'll also have the information for the Amazon wish list that supports women in need. Jennifer is also providing a special offer. She has a free guide on the 10 ways to stop letting past traumas define you. Be sure to visit the show notes for all the links. I hope you'll consider donating by shopping the Amazon wishlist. Your gift will comfort someone trying to be brave and stay safe this holiday season. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job 